The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A new report from Governor Glenn Youngkin's office is filled with statistics that state education officials say paint a sobering picture about public education in Virginia. Megan Pauley has more. Only about a quarter of black high school students in Virginia met the College Board's college-ready benchmark for math in 2019. This is just one of many statistics that Virginia Secretary of Education Amy Gadera says represents eroding parental confidence in the Commonwealth's public schools. Virginians deserve to have quality information about how our students are doing and how well our schools are serving every single learner. Updating and increasing state education standards was a major part of Governor Youngkin's campaign. The review of Virginia's math standards is currently underway. But some education advocates worry about the heightened focus on raising standardized test scores without fully funding resources the State Board of Education has said are necessary. Megan Pauley, BPM News. Attorney General Jason Miares is asking the Virginia Supreme Court for access to sealed records related to the suspension of a controversial judge and former parole board chair. Adrienne Bennett led Virginia's parole board in 2020. The group was later found to have illegally released some people from prison early. A state probe found the board did not properly notify victims' families or prosecutors about the releases. Bennett left the board to become a district court judge in Virginia Beach, She was suspended from the bench in 2021 following a judicial investigation. Virginia abolished parole in 1995, but people who were sentenced to prison before that year can be released early with the parole board's approval. Local pediatricians are warning parents and guardians not to take drastic measures as a national shortage of baby formula worsens. Meg Schiffers has more. Danny Pinnell's daughter, Daisy, is just over a year old. She's not entirely dependent on formula anymore, though it's still a critical part of her diet as she transitions to solid foods. Pinnell says it's becoming harder every day to find that nutrition for her baby. We check for formula every time we go to the store, and most of the time we're greeted with an entirely empty aisle. The shortage began with supply chain issues caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, plus high tariffs on formula imports. That crisis was compounded in February when several products from the country's largest baby formula producer were recalled. To feed their babies, families are resorting to unsafe options, including watering down formula or making it at home. As a result, pediatricians like Carolyn Cosenda from the Children's Hospital of the King's Daughters in Norfolk say they've been seeing more cases of malnutrition and dehydration. We certainly advise our families to not cut corners. To find formula, experts say families should contact their pediatricians for help. Meg Schifres, VPM News. Low-income families who rely on the Women, Infants, and Children Nutrition Program are disproportionately affected by the national baby formula shortage. Abbott is the only WIC-approved baby formula supplier in Virginia, and several of the company's products were recalled in February. In response, Virginia was forced to expand the types of brands WIC families can purchase. 
But Eva Colin from Richmond's Office of Children and Families says these parents and guardians still have fewer choices than others. When you go to that shopping center, take the extra step to look and see if there's a purple sticker on the price label that says WIC on it, because that means that somebody has no other options. Officials with Abbott say it will be a minimum of 8 to 10 weeks before the formula products that were recalled are restocked. Virginia has received $5.5 million of federal funding to make progress on plans to clean up and develop brownfields. State officials told the Virginia Mercury they're not sure how many of the potentially contaminated or hazardous properties there are in the state, but the number is likely in the thousands. This cash was sent by the Environmental Protection Agency to state and local governments. It will be used to understand the scope of the problem and continue restoration work. Once restored, some say these sites can be ideal for renewable energy projects like solar farms. The Elizabeth River Project is working to build a new $8 million headquarters in Norfolk. It's meant to be an urban sanctuary for the public with lots of greenery for people to explore. Catherine Hafner from Partner Station WHRO reports. Most businesses in Hampton Roads work hard not to be located in a flood zone, but the Norfolk-based nonprofit is doing the opposite. Their new building will be along a part of Nitty Mill Creek where water tends to back up. We thought, let's go to one of the worst problems and let's demonstrate how do you take care of the Elizabeth River as well as the people as sea levels rise. That's Marjorie Mayfield Jackson, director of the Elizabeth River Project. They call the new site a resilience lab. Plenty of research will go on there, including from local universities. But the name also refers to what leaders see as a test ground for how to live with rising waters. We envision an eco-district. We're entering the national stage on urban sea level resilience. That includes a public park and boardwalk made of a sheer mesh to allow visitors to see the natural shoreline below. That was Katherine Hafner reporting. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.